Good morning. This is Tuesday, August 19, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Missouri tries a new idea. Guard troops. We get the latest from Ferguson. Troops in Iraq route militants from a key dam. And cities rocked by past unrest offer lessons. In today's national headlines, Obama is seen as frustrating his own party. Aid describes a revolt against ex-governor's wife. And Los Angeles attempts to reduce arrest rate in schools. In today's financial headlines, the Dow was up 175 points yesterday. New player stirs up dollar store merger fray. Altered study of big bank draws fine for auditor. And Met Opera deal has surprise finale. Cuts for both sides. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Joan O'Sara. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Missouri Tries a New Idea, Guard Troops. Governor lifts curfew, Eric Holder will visit. Written from Ferguson, Missouri. Missouri National Guard troops entered this battered city on Monday, even as an overnight curfew was lifted, the latest in a series of quickly shifting attempts to quell the violence that has upended this St. Louis suburb. In the days since an unarmed black teenager, Michael Brown, was shot to death by a white police officer here on August 9th, an array of state and local law enforcement authorities have swerved from one approach to another here, taking to the streets in military-style vehicles and riot gear, then turning over power to a state highway patrol official who permitted protest and marched along, then calling again for a curfew. Early Monday, Governor Jay Nixon said he was bringing in the National Guard. Hours later, he said he was lifting the curfew and said the Guard would have only a limited role, protecting the police command post. At the same time, more details emerged from autopsies performed on Brown. One showed that he'd been shot six times. Another found evidence of marijuana in his system. In Washington, President Obama said Attorney General Eric Holder will go to Ferguson on Wednesday to meet with FBI agents conducting a federal civil rights investigation into the shooting. He seemed less than enthusiastic about the decision to call in the National Guard. As darkness set in along West Florissant Avenue, one of the city's main thoroughfares and a center of the week-long protests, Scores of people marched peacefully, carrying signs and chanting. Protesters were required to keep moving, and they complied with crowds growing as the evening wore on. A few blocks away at the police command post, National Guard members dressed in army fatigues, some with military police patches on their uniforms, began rolling up in white buses and military vehicles around 6 p.m. Residents seemed puzzled and frustrated by the continuously changing approaches suggesting that the moving set of rules was only serving to worsen long-standing tensions over policing and race. It almost seems like they can't decide what to do, and like law enforcement's fighting over who's got the power, said 37-year-old Antoine Watson, who stood near a middle-of-the-street memorial of candles and flowers for Michael Brown, the 18-year-old killed on a winding block here. First they do this, then there's that, and now who can even tell what their plan is, Watson said. They can try all this, but I don't see an end to this until there are charges against the cop. 
Explaining his decision to call in the National Guard, Nixon recounted details of the tumult on Sunday night and described the events as very difficult and dangerous as a result of a violent criminal element intent upon terrorizing the community.